Today we find ourselves in Psalm 139, and we'll begin in verse 7 and go through verse 12. If you don't have a Bible with you or you don't own a Bible, there's a pew Bible in front. And uh, so if you don't own one, that's our gift to you. We want you to take that Bible home. We believe in the word of God. Uh, But you can find Psalm 139 on page 618 in your Bible. Again, that's Psalm 139. And there it's written, where shall I go from your spirit or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand Shall hold me. If I say, Surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. Here ends the reading of God's holy word. If you would please join me in prayer. O holy God, May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So today, for the month of June, we're doing a a new sermon series, and this one, uh, we're we're calling it Dry Seasons. And so for the month of June, uh, we're going to explore some of what we go through in dry seasons in our our faith life, in our spiritual life. When we get caught up and and we're reading our Bible, we're going to church, we're singing praises, but we're just not feeling very fruitful or vibrant, as if we're kind of stuck in a rut of going through the motions. And there's different things that can happen in those dry seasons. And so we're going to encounter scriptures that help us navigate and cultivate a spiritual life and a faith to carry us through those times. And, and so Today, we, we begin in the Psalms because we were in Psalms last month, and Psalms have, are, are powerful here. And, and David writes in these verses what we already know to be true based on all of the other scriptures is that God is always with us. If we go and look at verse 1 and and explore how he's starting to write this, he writes, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. David is not only sure that God is with him, but that God knows his every movement and where he is at all times. He knows when he's sitting and when he's standing. He knows all about him. He says later, For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. 
from our very beginning, God has known not only all about us, but is with us. But in life, in life we can have those seasons, those circumstances in which our feelings come up as, and believe that we have been forgotten and that we feel alone. We've all experienced these seasons. One such season for myself, our, our middle child, Ellis, many of you know, uh, now wears a, a hearing aid. But before that, he, he suffered from constant uh, ear infections. And, and they progressed worse and worse to a point where he had uh, multiple ear surgeries. And, and for three times a day, he was on IV antibiotics. And, and I'm plugging my kid up to these medicines, and, and I'm in the scriptures. I'm here faithfully worshiping with you, but all the time, you know, I, I cried out as David did in Psalm 10, why, O Lord, do you stand far away? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? You know, David had these feelings. He went through these seasons. I've been through these seasons. You've gone through these seasons where we feel alone. We feel forgotten by God. But it's in those moments, no matter how real those feelings are, they're lying to you. The feelings are real, but they are not true. See, simply because we have faith in, in Christ, it, it does not promise us an easy life. It doesn't promise us a, a vibrant faith where we are going to be uh, cheerful and joyful and sunshine and rainbows all of our days. But the psalmist tells us we will walk through the valley of the shadow of death. But you are with me. But it's in those darkness and that suffering that's part of our living, in the midst of that intense pain, that we often cry out like the disciples did in the boat. Don't you care that we are drowning? And Jesus was there with them. It's no secret, suffering and pain, it overwhelms us. Our, our whole being. It, life tends to get dark in the midst of suffering and pain. It gets harder to move. Things become foggy. We don't even trust ourselves in those moments. And we'll feel all alone. your feelings, they're lying to you. Our feelings, you see, are not always adequate indicators of God's presence in our lives. For from the beginning, he has promised to be with us, to never leave us, nor forsake us. In Isaiah 49, 
it, it, it begins with Isaiah relaying God's message and saying that the servant will come and deliver them from captivity. And then in verse 13, it picks up and, and there's an appropriate response to this great news that they're going to be released from captivity. And, and, it, and it goes, sing for joy, O heavens, exult, O earth, break forth, O mountains, into singing, for the Lord has comforted his people and will have compassion on his afflicted. But as it goes, in, in verse 14, Zion, which, which is the city of Jerusalem personified, and it's God's people, they don't believe this promise. They can't see past their suffering. And so they cry out, the Lord has forsaken me. My God has forgotten me. friend, Will, lost his job at the beginning of COVID as everything was shutting down and, and, and corporations knew not what was going to happen. And, and so he, he and his job were a casualty of this. And he sought employment for two years until finally gaining it. But for those two years, he wondered. Does God care about him? He, he tried hard, and, and, and he, he told me it was like putting in a real effort to try and remain joyful and, and faithful in those times when, when he had this feeling that God wasn't listening to him, that God had forgotten about him, that God wasn't there in his life. As, as his friend and pastor, I, I had to keep reminding him that, yes, God is there. The, we have all of these beautiful promises here in Scripture that God is with us always. But our feelings tend to have this hold on us. And we tend to find our feelings, when they linger, more trustworthy than the promises of God. And the evil one would love nothing more than for us to trust our feelings that are lying to us than to trust the truth of the word of God. And so there, Zion's feelings, Will's feelings, your feelings in those times, they are real, but they're not right. For if you're a child of God and you feel alone or forgotten or forsaken, your feelings are lying to you. They're real, but they're lying to you. God has not forgotten you, and God will not forget you. See, just two verses later in verse 16 in Isaiah 49, God says, Behold. I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Not just some name in the book of life that can feel distant and forgotten and dusty on a shelf, 
but engraved on the palms of the hands of God, you reside. And the truth is, is there, as, as David writes, there is nowhere we can flee. There's nowhere we can go to, to hide from God. We can go to the darkest place we know and, and let nighttime surround us. But for God, it is not as dark. For God is the light there shining brightly. You know, all of our relationships, they have these ups and these downs. And when we think of our relationships with, with other people, they have those ups and, and downs. And, and we can be really close to someone for a while. And then all of a sudden, there's this down period. And we're like, man, I haven't talked to my best friend in three months. How did time get away? And there's seasons of ups and downs. And it's because we're not perfect. And the other person in that relationship with us, they're not perfect either. But the relationship we have with God has its ups and downs because we're not perfect. But God is. And that's the good news. And because when we drift in and out of relationships, God stays constant. God is unchanged and unmoved for he is there with us. He doesn't leave us just because life got hard. He doesn't forget about us just because we are in pain. He hasn't moved on to some other trouble that is bigger than what we're going through. He is here with you always. In the gospel of Luke, as Jesus is born, we are told that he shall be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. And later in the Gospel of Matthew, it's Jesus who tells us, I will be with you always to the end of the age. It's God who said himself that he would never leave nor forsake his It's Paul who writes to the Romans, knew the, these Christians over in Rome, and, and he tells them in light of all that Jesus has done in your faith in him, you have been given the Holy Spirit that resides within you, and there is absolutely nothing in all of the world or under the world or in the universe, nor the heights, nor the depths, nor angels, nor demons, nothing can separate you from the love of of God found in Christ Jesus. See, it's our feelings that can be flighty, and they change from moment to moment. And they change because of seasons we're in, and sometimes they change because we're just hungry, right? Snickers did an awesome ad campaign with this, haven't they? You've all seen that commercial, right? They're driving in a car, and then all of a sudden, the, the guy in the back seat gets really grouchy, and he looks like Danny DeVito. And they're like, man, what's going on? You must be hungry. Here, eat a Snickers. And he takes a bite of the Snickers, and all of a sudden, he's back to normal, right? 
feelings. They're, they're flighty. They, they change from time to time. But God is unchanged, and he, does not, he is not flighty in his feelings towards you, in his love towards you. He is faithful and steadfast and true. And even though we suffer now, because of Christ and what he's accomplished and our faith in him, God has promised that he will make it all new. No suffering, no pain. And that we will all be together with our Father in paradise. And we just have to turn back to the beginning of Genesis to see what that looks like. There we see Adam and Eve walking and talking and living their lives, knowing the presence of God is with them always because God is walking and talking with them. So as God said that he's engraved you on the palms of his hands, David writes that your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. Not all of us will get the chance to speak of our sufferings and our pain in the past tense in this life. But all of us have the ability as children of God to speak of God's presence in our life in the present tense. For he is with us. Amen.